Happy Sunday and welcome to Brunch with Des B. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B, here to provide you with your favorite way to start the week. Every Sunday, we explore new topics and dive into conversations that matter and some that truly do not. Tune in each week to smile, learn something new, and join your favorite brunch gang. Let's get into it. What's up, you guys, and welcome back to Brunch with Des B. And today, the B is for bobbin, because you guys can already tell my hair is cut the fuck off. If you're watching on YouTube, and if you're not, you're a loser, you'll be able to tell my hair is gone. Now, I'm assuming 99% of you keep up with me on like social media, so this isn't so much like something shocking or new to you, but maybe seeing it still kind of like, you know, jump scare. (laughs) And um, I'm really loving it though. So far, no regrets, but you guys know I film on Tuesdays. So I'm only like five hours into this haircut. So come at me in five days (laughs) by, by this Sunday, we'll actually have a pretty pretty honest read of how I'm feeling. So you guys might be able to notice my new mural. So we've already had this side. This was like our first grand reveal. Well, Elena came back, finished the other side. It's, I'm going to show you guys the whole wall at some point on the Instagram. So make sure you follow Brunch with Desby, but it is very much like a Louis Vuitton vibe, which is perfect. Very much what I wanted, but she made it very unique to me, Brunch with Desby. And I just, I love it so much. So thank you, Elena. As, As always go support her, go like her TikToks that she made of the video. Um, speaking of TikTok, I have made it because I've been able to capture a paid collaboration with Meyer. And if you're wondering like Meyer, like Michael Myers, no, like Meyer, the grocery store. Okay. I don't want to say like, oh my God, this is a lifelong dream. Cause, cause it wasn't, you know, like I just never really thought I'd be able to collaborate with them. I've always kind of gone after like, you know, target. Can I have like a target collaboration? You know, Hey guys, come with me today to shop at target, but no, babe. I got the Michigander special. I got the Midwest special. I got the specialist collaboration, Ophelia Rowe Falls Creek jumping bean clothing, Meyer. They gave me $200 to go spend on whatever I wanted out of those like collections. And girl, I was able to go hog wild and I was able to pick out some clothes and make content with it. So I still have quite a few pieces of content I need to post for them. But if you guys see them, could you just drop a like? Because the more that I can get like good analytics with them, it's kind of like being a team player. Like you're not going to have playing time if you don't play well, right? I'm not going to get another collaboration if I don't perform well, you know? So it's, it's kind of like one of those things. I just want to make sure I'm like, you know, really putting my best self out there. So anyways, hair, new hair. I don't want to get, I don't want to keep distracting you guys with this new vibe I have going on, but it's, um, it's very much giving. Oh, not just my hair, but my, 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 my merch. <laughs> Are you guys noticing what I have on my brunch with Desby hoodie in sweatpants? These say in a girl's world on the bottom. And then up here just says brunch with Desby on the back. It says, and the B is for blank. So all embroidered, definitely going to have these on pre-order here soon. Um, and what pre-order is basically going to do, it's going to give me a lead time of probably about eight weeks to get these to you guys. Number one, I don't think you guys will give a fuck because like it's summer, 
we're not necessarily going to be wearing these in the summer, but they, but I understand that you can wear sweat sets all year round. But the thing is like, I'm going to be shipping these out myself. And I'll be honest, I've never shipped this caliber of clothing. Um, I've only ever done my bands like out of my actual home. So I really can't afford to fuck up in terms of how many sets I'm ordering versus like actual demand. Um, these are embroidered. They are very nice quality, much different than my merch online. So it's like different. I'm going through someone else where I'm actually like one-on-one ordering these. So with embroidery comes a higher price tag. I'll be very honest, but these are quality sweat, sweat sets. I should say too, instead of there being like a connected, like a pocket here, it's actually just one pocket at a time on the side, which is like something I really like. So it's not a connected pocket. It's just two separate pockets, one on each side. So stay tuned for the pre-order. It's going to be on my Desby Fit training site just because it's easier for me to like print the labels out there, but it's going to be the DBF. It's going to be the brunch of Desby merch. Okay. So just don't get confused, but just a TBD on those. Um, we'll keep you guys updated. It's just going to be a new process for me. And, um, as someone who doesn't really like do a lot of merchandise products out of like my own home, just bear with me. Okay. So very excited for today's show. We're going to be talking about Slayler Tift and, um, this is for like my Swifties today. All right. Like I'm doing you guys a solid. I'm doing you guys a favor. Cause I know a lot of people aren't going to be able to go to the era's tour in some fucking way. I got to go last weekend and I literally have to tell you guys about it because by the time I recorded for last Sunday's episode, I didn't know this was going to happen. Right. Like it happened on Saturday, new episode dropped Sunday. So I'm kind of recapping last weekend, but it's a recap that like we all need. Oh, we all need it. Okay. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about it, but before then, I have my phone because my iPad was not charged. <laughs> so f- shut up. Okay. I'm not just scrolling my phone. I barely scroll anymore, but I did want to uh, cover two things. Number one, I just wanted to share this story because I think, I hope it can make other women feel maybe like a little bit comfortable. But the a few weeks ago, I went to my OBGYN appointment. This was my first annual appointment in three years. If you guys don't know, now you know, when you're postpartum, they won't give you, um, any type of like cervical check, right? So say you find out you're pregnant, they're not going to do your annual on you. Okay. Then you have your baby nine months later, then you can't have another cervical check for a year. Okay. So for me, I had my pap smear a month later, got pregnant with Maddox, then got pregnant right away before my next cervical scan, et cetera. So it's been over three years since I've had a cervical scan, like whatever you want to call it, pap smear, et cetera. So I went in expecting like, you know, normal shit, whatever. Number one, I almost passed out. I I don't know why the speculum gave me such PTSD, but it reminded me very much of my traumatic birth with Maddox where they checked me to see how I was dilated. (laughs) That visual for you guys, sorry. And um, they they didn't tell me what was going on. Now, in their defense, it was a very emergency situation where like, it's not like they were like, Hey, I'm going to go in with my fingers, you know, like, but they did. And it, it was a very fast paced experience, but it, it traumatized me. So when they put that speculum up there, she told me first, Hey, you're going to feel my fingers, which they do a really good job at telling you that I'm just kind of like checking around. Well, then she put in the speculum without like telling me. And it was a plastic speculum, not like the typical metal one. So it felt like biodegradable. Like it was going to like rot inside my vagina. Regardless, it was fucking terrible. Like I cannot explain to you how much like pain I was in. And it wasn't like pain, like, Oh, I need pelvic floor therapy. Like it was just literally painful. Um, I was also very tense, right? Like I'm nervous. The first time I done it in three years. Anyways, while she's 
fist deep in my vagina while also like eyes deep. She mentions that she can tell my cervix is a little bit inflamed, um, which is totally normal. But what that means is that there is a possibility for a negative test, like a negative circle cervical scan. What most of the time this can come back with is obviously cervical cancer. That's why we have pap smears. So I was very nervous and it was probably about a week and a half before they even got back to me that I was kind of, this was kind of weighing on me and I could tell even like emotionally the way I was treating my family, the way I was treating people around me. Um, it was tough. And if you guys remember a couple episodes about, uh, back, I talked to you about how triggering firefly lane was to me. So finding out spoiler alert, fast forward, if you need to, when like Kate had cancer, all this stuff, right? Like my mind just spiraled. And that's why I think a couple episodes back, I was really passionate about sharing how struggling, how much I was struggling with that episode in the ending. Cause it was very like real to me. And at this time I hadn't gotten my test results back. So anyways, this was weighing on me. And I really started realizing how daily we kind of roll past the idea of health. And we really just like overthink how beautiful it is to wake up every day healthy. Um, and it's really put into perspective, like the gratitude I have to wake up every day and just be healthy, a healthy mom, a healthy wife, etc. So anyways, got back from the little mermaid again, this is a week, two weeks ago, right? I got a note in the mail, which is so weird. They fucking mailed me, but it said, Hey, Desiree Pfeiffer, like your pap smear was positive, like negative, you know, like everything was good. Basically it was normal. So I would, a sigh of relief. I mean, I bawled my eyes out. I would, this was terrifying to me. Um, but the thing, the reality is, is like, number one, if you were to ever get a negative pap smear or have the fear of having one, it's a very logical fear, but also number two, remember how lucky we are to wake up every day healthy, whatever that healthy is for you. Okay. Maybe you have a cold throat, cold throat, a cold, a cold, maybe you have a sore throat. Maybe you have strep. Maybe you got COVID. Like I understand like there's someone always has it worse, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Right. And maybe you're listening right now and you are battling something chronic. Um, and, and it's so tough to wake up with that positive mindset of like battling another day, battling another day, but there's so much gratitude and just finding hope and positivity in your current day of whatever you're battling. And so I just wanted to share that because it was something that like I really wanted to share when it was going on, but I was like so fucking scared. Like I didn't even want to like speak it into the universe, you know, like I was overthinking it. So anyways, it was a terrible health scare that made me just so full of gratitude for being healthy, you know, but then it also made me extremely sad knowing that, you know, a lot of women, a lot of men, a lot of just people in general deal with health diagnoses every day that they weren't prepared for. Um, and so just waking up and being like ever grateful in like your now, it just took it to a different level for me. And I think I realize that more as I get older and I just realize, um, you know, we're not, we're not invincible. Um, and it's easy to kind of think like, oh yeah, it never happened to me. And like, <laughs> that would never happen to me. Like I work out, you know, um, and boom, you know, it does happen to you. So just being grateful in the moment. Um, and then, you know, if you know someone who is going through something, just understand how, how horrible that can be for them and being there for being there for them, however you need to be. So anyways, just wanted to share that last thing before we top it, jump into some stories. And then uh Slayler Twift is BFIT membership. Okay. Oh my God, guys, I can't believe we, we had such an amazing launch week, like founding members. I, I just hope that you guys are so pleased um, with the app and the experience and the community and more. Um, I think that the valid thing in this is that it's so important to remember that like everyone has their own cup of tea. And if for some reason DBFT isn't for you or you do the membership and it's just not lighting your fire right now, know that that's okay. Like I'm never going to be offended by someone trying something and it's just not working out for them. But what I, 
What I do hate is when people don't try, because I think it's oftentimes the things we miss out on trying that end up being the caliber to transform our life. I'm not saying you have to be a DBFT girl for life. Now, a lot of girls are, but being a DBFT girl for a year, a couple months, sometimes it's all you need to kind of like jumpstart your shit, you know? So join us today, BeFit membership open all day, every day. Like it's something you could just literally join and do the workout we're doing today. So today is glute goddess as always on Sundays. These are for the month of June. We're working on squats. We're working on mobility. We already tested out our uh, one rep max. Well, two to three rep max at the beginning of the month. We're going to do it again at the end of the month. But even if you hop in somewhere, like feel free to just test where you're at and then retest in a couple of months. It doesn't have to be at the end of the month. So BeFit membership, join today, transform tomorrow, bitch. Okay. $49 a month. You get all of the BeFit fit core plans access to them in your plans tab that means bridal boot camp fit guide 1.0 timeless 2.0 as well as strong ass mom you also get monthly workouts monthly newsletter additional help from coaches support community giveaways and more and this month we're giving away an apple watch so anyways feel free to join i'll link everything in the link bio description box show notes you guys know the vibe but i'm just really excited and this is something that is now an ongoing offer and and never going to end so really stoked to see where we go and our next challenge will be in august so just make sure you're a member before august and you're automatically enrolled and able to be in our six weeks to strength challenge okay so let's hop into some stories because i wanted to cover a few things that i saw first off speaking of slayler her and matt ended up splitting up isn't, you know, everyone had their panties in a bunch about her and Matt. Was his last name Healy? I was taking a, I took a screenshot of the article. Matt Healy, I don't know, but they broke up and it was just like long live. You know, I knew you were trouble when you walk in. I think I've seen this film before. You know what I mean? Like, are we shocked? I feel like Taylor just can't really hold it down. Now she has like a busy life right now too. So I'm just curious where she even thought dating could like work out and maybe they weren't actually like exclusive, you know, I could have just been like dicking around, but anyway, that was like really short lived. And I feel like a lot of Swifties were like super excited for her. Like, Oh my gosh, maybe this is the one, but the good news we might be getting a new album. So, you know what I mean? Like that's all that matters is like these, these breakups keep producing bangers and until then I'm just going to let it ride. But you know, I, I will be honest and I'm not pressuring her to have children. I'm not pressuring her to get married, but if, or when that happens, I'm excited for the music that's going to be produced. Cause I feel like it's going to really sing to my soul. I feel like it's going to make me smile, cry, overthink life and want to like just nap all day after I'm, I cry. So I'm excited. Let's just be honest. Like any life event that she has creates good music. So like, thanks Matt. Thanks for doing your due diligence. Okay, next up, we have, um, <laughs> this is so funny. PETA, PETA Davidson actually like called out PETA. So Pete Davidson um, went this past week and he actually like bought a dog, right? So he went and he, he got a new dog. Woo, you know, whatever. So then people were calling him out that he was receiving backlash from PETA. So like the, like the entire organization of PETA for buying his dog with his girlfriend opposed to adopting. Um, so then Davidson, he left PETA a voicemail saying, fuck you and suck my dick. I mean, I'll be honest, that was a little bit too much, but like <laughs> adopt, don't shop. Uh, listen, I, I get it. I get the overpopulation of like animals and like so many people, so many, so many animals are like left dry. You know, I get it. But like we have bigger issues to worry about than 
uh, someone going and buying a dog. It, like, it's just simply not your business, you know? Like, it's it just not. I adopted Jax. I bought Reggie. I bought him from, like, the Amish. I would confidently tell you that I kind of rescued him, okay? He was in a puppy mill. And at the end of the day, those dogs are still out there just as much, and they're going to be treated like shit until people buy those two. So it's kind of just, like, fucked up, but not your problem, you know? And that's just kind of how I feel. And you can feel a totally different way. I, if you can adopt and find a really cute animal and, and save it, awesome. But if it for some reason doesn't work out with you or maybe like your children, right? Like not every adopted dog is going to be good around kids. You can train a puppy. It's hard to train an elder dog. Um, not every a dog that you can adopt is hypoallergenic. Maybe you need a specific style of dog to fit like your allergies or something wrong or, you know, whatever. There's just a lot of different reasons for different things. And it's just not our business. I'm going to leave it at that. But I thought that was really funny that he said, fuck you and suck my dick. That was for sure. All right. Next up, we have Apple releasing the new Vision Pro. So if you want to be fearful about AI, it just got a lot fucking scarier. Okay. Because Apple previewed these brand new Vision Pro and it's basically a spatial computer on your face. So you put it on and it looks kind of like goggles like a VR, like an Oculus, but a little bit more cool. Apple Vision Pro, you can watch a movie, browse photos, collaborate on a presentation, and FaceTime. It comes with a price tag, listen to this, $3,499. So at the end of the day, the only people that are going to have these are people outside of our tax brackets. However, what the fuck? Like the no, I'm not like, I'm, we're so close to ready player one that like, I'm not vibing with it. Not vibing with it at all. Like, have you guys seen that movie? Yeah. It's fucking terrifying. Okay. So no, just no. I think it's scary. Like that we're getting close to the idea of like going into kind of like, don't worry, darling. Like we're getting close to going into like a different world if we want to, and like creating a whole new life that, that that's virtually virtually what the metaverse is. Like you can go in and pretend to be someone you are totally not. And I think that's like the scary thing for me and like people who are maybe like addicted to games is they start to like live in these characters. And it's honestly, like it's really scary. So say what you want. I will not be buying because I can't, I can't buy that. Absolutely not. But I'm also not supporting that. Okay. Figure it out, Apple. <laughs> okay. Lastly, just a few more stories. Millie Bobby Brown celebrated her engagement to, uh, bon, how, what's his name? Bon Jovi or bon, Jake Bonagiovi. I don't freaking know. But anyways, so she is 19. He is 21. And, um, a lot of people are having this big like discussion about like how naive they are to get married that young. Like I have mixed feelings at the end of the day, like no one gives a fuck. Like, okay, so they get divorced, like, okay. Like, and I don't want to like normalize divorce, like, oh yeah, fuck it. But it's just like, again, it's one of those things, like it concerns no one but them. And I'm sure that they would take the special precautions to like be sure they're safe themselves, like, you know, protecting their own assets, signing a prenup, whatever. So like, if they want to do it, let them do it. Also, how many of our parents or even friends we know have been with their high school sweethearts since they were like 12? And then they're like married and have kids now, like, Think, like, I hate to be positive Polly, but love still exists, guys. I know it's hard to it's hard to realize that, but like love still exists. So if they're in love, let them be in love. Mind your fucking business and move on. I think that's really what it comes down to. Like 
is all of these are always like mind your business, but it's funny that this is news. Fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, also Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet. At this point, if anyone is dating, married, or being seen with a Kardashian, I am just like assuming that they're in some form of deep shit and like they're selling their souls to the Kardashian to like make it through. Like, I, I feel like, I don't know. I'm just, listen, if there's anyone, anyone's child memoir that I am anxiously waiting for, it's Northwest. When she drops her autobiography one day, when she drops her storytelling of like her young years, like I will be the first in line because I think once, and I hate to be morbid once Chris is no longer with us. Oh, I hate saying that. I'm curious what's going to come out and maybe nothing will, but you know, a lot of people have a lot of, lot to say when the person isn't around anymore. And I'm kind of curious if any family secrets are going to come out. Maybe that's just me being nosy, but there is a new episode of the car or a new season of the Kardashians. I've not watched. I can't really say I'm, I like that infiltrating my mind, not against it. Just, you know, haven't had the time, but also very interested to see what this feuding of like Kim and Courtney is, um, because they're kind of like hinting at them feuding and, hmm. It could just be for ratings though and watch, watch time. So who knows? You would do it too for a check is what I'm saying. So anyways, just a few fast stories for you guys. Cause I was like, oh, I saw those this week and I was like, man, I feel like I have to just like speak on that. A few other things. Um, we have a new story launch coming up, new buff bunny launch coming up. Not my favorite buff bunny launch. I think, um, you know, they set the bar up here during dream house. And then like this new launch was kind of like down here. And, um, not like a, a huge dip, you know, just like it went from like my style, my style to like, mm, okay, like, yeah, good pieces. And I just, I kind of hope it trajects up. Okay. But we do have a new Petula launch coming. This is in a couple weeks. Blown away. Blown away. Like Petula is really just like climbing the charts for me. Like they've continued to just like level up. And the only thing I don't, I would, I would argue is not my favorite about the brand is that they, they stick to very neutral colors which is what a lot of people love. So like, again, I'm the weird one. I'm, I'm the minority in this situation that loves prints and hot pink and hot purples and bright yellows and shit like that. That's just not really their brand. And like, that's totally okay, but really excited for what's to come. Um, and then lastly, Paragon launches this week. So make sure that you guys are prepared for that. I do have a full YouTube try on and review for my last vlog. So I'll link it below. Um, but just make sure you catch up on my vlogs. I post on YouTube every Wednesday on my personal account. So if you want to see me like every day of the week, let's go this coming Friday. I'll actually have two videos this week, one on Wednesday, one on Friday, where I'll also be doing my buff bunny collection, try on and review. That'll be on my personal channel on Friday. Let's get into watches break into the next segment didn't really watch a lot this week except one thing because it took like five episodes or might have been four happy shiny people okay so this is the documentary that had come out about the Duggars I don't know if you guys grew up as well with like 19 and counting or if you really kept up with that show I will be honest I never really kept up like I wasn't like a 19 and counting stan I was just kind of like you knew of them right like I think everyone can confidently say like they know who the Duggars are they know 19 and counting whether you were invested in the show or not doesn't really matter but like you know the emphasis of 19 and counting now if there's one show I've binged from top to bottom it's welcome to Plathville and it's very much the same kind of vibe where you get these very fundamentalist style Christians who are just really I don't <laughs> really uptight let's just use that word okay so the happy shiny people really shines a light on 
this Christian founded group, um, and kind of like how they infiltrated the homes of America by being on TV. And then it comes down to really just showing the dysfunction of the family where the male of the household, which happened to be Jim Bob, which I also will be naming my third son. If I ever have one, he was like the head of the house. Right. And everyone kind of had to like surrender to him. Um, with that being said, he made all the money and, um, all of the family members, or at least like specifically the girl who was in the documentary, Jill specifically said like she, and mind you, this is like seven years of their adult life. They did filming. She was never once given any form of money, no form of payout, no salary, no, like nothing. Um, the most that they did, I think was cover the health expenses of like her labor, like maybe the out-of-pocket, um, health insurance or something it's in the documentary, but it was just a really big eye opener to how a lot of these people live. And like, now these are the extremes of the extremes. And you might be thinking, Oh, well, like that's like the 1%, but like, it's not like when you watch this documentary, you realize like it can go so much deeper than that. And like these same people who are raised in these households and are given these really fucked up lessons of how to be a godly man or woman that is just like very out of touch. These are the same people that are running for like Senator political parties, like, uh, governors, you know, trying to get a seat in the house. Like these are the same people and they're bringing these upbringings into, you know, these places of, of just like such a radical belief. And it's just, it was such a good documentary. And I wish I took more notes because I wanted to share a little bit more, but it was, it's like, you had to be there. You know, my point is you got to watch, like, it's a really eye-opening experience for like a lot of people who have just gone through these really terrible upbringings, um, with such like radical beliefs. And it was, it was quite sad to be honest. And, you know, then his son ends up going to like jail for molesting his sisters, molesting his sisters, fucking gross. So anyways, it's it really good. Happy shiny people. It's on Amazon prime. So yeah, get Amazon prime and watch it. Like it's so worth it. It, I, I, would definitely say like, you know, trigger warning, but there's enough warnings of like viewer discretion and shit. So like, you know, do what you got to do. But it was very much an interesting watch and really, again, opened my eyes. Leading on that, I reviewed this a couple, like months and months ago, but Be Sweet, Pray and Obey, that's on Netflix. That's a, a really great one as well. I'll be honest, that one's a little bit more graphic, um, probably because it's on Netflix and not Amazon Prime, but really great. And kind of the same like lessons in between both of them of just like these radical groups of like very much like cult like behavior. And it's just like, it's amazing. I mean, like it's amazing of just like the story and the history behind it and to know what that looks like. Oh, it's just, it was really good. Okay. So no other watches other than that, but definitely worth watching. It just dropped. Um, and the new season of cruel summer just dropped as well, which I'm going to be reviewing and stuff too. Cause I loved cruel summer the first time it's on HBO max. Um, and then lastly, there's a new episode coming out to a uh, new show coming out very much mimicked off of euphoria. It's by the same writer. It's called the idol, the idol. I believe feel like it's going to be fucked up. So like, you know, might strap up and watch that one as well. We'll see. Last thing for skincare corner. I did get microneedling last week. Um, I'm going to be reviewing it the next couple sessions. I'm going to do three sessions total. I've done one. It fucking hurt. I talked about it last episode. Skin is feeling good. Um, however, if you have not picked up your Tula yet, today is the last day. My code is 25% off, usually 15. Okay, so just Tula sale. Go grab your shit. If you have any last minute questions on what to get, please go do it. Everything has a, an expiration on it, but the beautiful thing 
is that it's only until open. So if you kind of like hoard a lot of stuff, it's okay as long as you don't open it and you have usually six to 12 months on the upper end, it's usually always 12 to use it. So before we get into our last and final segment about Slayer Twift, please listen to, or if you're on YouTube, watch uh, sponsored video, post, ad, hashtag, Desby, rolled by better help. I don't know why that was so hard to say. Pretty much, I, I just have my better help ad. You guys know the vibes. Okay, let's get into it. Get therapy if you need to, and we'll break into our last segment. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. I talk about BetterHelp a lot, seeing as that it's benefited me in the past two years. Some people think, you know, maybe, oh, things have to get really bad until you can go to therapy. You're like, I'm not depressed. Why do I need therapy? But really, therapy is a tool to where you're using it before things were to get worse and to avoid being at your lowest low. I don't know about you, but why the fuck would you want to get to your lowest low before you climb out to the to the top again, Right. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't have to see anyone on your camera. You don't have to wear pants. You don't even have to put on pajamas. You could be naked wherever you're at and do a therapy session with your therapist. So for me personally, I like to put my AirPods in. I'll walk around my desk room. I'll go for a walk outside when it's nice out, whatever it may be. And that's what works for me. It is customizable and it is more affordable than most in-person therapy. You can get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try. See why over 2 million, million, trillion people have used BetterHelp Online Therapy. And girls, don't forget to get on betterhelp.com slash desby and put in that discount code. If you forget that, you do not get that 10% off your first month. And that is the deal with being a listener of Brunch with Desby. All right, quick drink for me. I have my sparkling spicy water in here. <laughs> that was so fucking funny when Wyatt and I did that last week. I do have to say too, like Wyatt's like the best co-host ever. Like him and I just like feed off each other so well. And like, honestly, this sounds terrible, but like we're getting along so much better. Like I had a question on my question box the other day and actually someone was like, did you ever, were you ever feel fearful that you and Wyatt weren't going to make it? And it like kind of hit me home because I was like, fuck, like, honestly, yeah, I, I was not that I, not that I knew we, w- not that I thought we wouldn't, it was just more of those like intrusive thoughts of like, am I like, okay, like, am I the same person? Am I ever going to be the same person? Like, I don't know how to explain it. It was just, it was scary, you know, when you're going through all these emotions and whatever, and we're just like getting along so much better now. And I feel like we're just finding a rhythm and let it just be a testimony that like parenting's fucking tough and like, it's tough on a marriage and it's okay to relearn each other. And don't feel like you're weird. Don't feel like you're weird for hating your husband right now or hating your partner or whatever it may be. It's it's tough. It's difficult. It's a new situation. And just like really hang in there because if you love each other, like you'll, I promise it'll, you'll come back. Okay. Just allow the energy to kind of be what it needs to be and work through it. Um, but yeah, random, randomly telling you guys like, yeah, like I like my husband again. Fuck. Thank God. You know, (laughs) God. Okay. So notes are done. I'm going to go ahead and put my phone down. By the way, look at this cute puffer case. It's from urban sophistication. I met this girl at Tula, 
Um, her name's Sydney Tilt. And we were at like the Tula event back in Austin, Texas. She's super cute, whatever. She actually has super adorable short blonde hair as well. And um, I followed her, you know, she followed me back. We kind of connect here and there, you know, whatever. And so she's like pretty much a blogger where like she'll like link her outfits and shit. Anyway, she had this phone case. And of course, it's like pink. It's fucking cute on her phone all the time. So she always links it. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I want to support her. Give her the, the give her the dollar eighty eight on her. Like to know it. Fuck it. I'm gonna buy the case. So that's from Sid Tilt. Shout out to Sid Tilt. Um, that was not a find of my my own. That was something I actually found through someone else. Anyways, Slayer Twift was like, and I say Slayer Twift because like honestly, using that is so much more like on par with like her, like Slayer, like Slay Taylor. I've, I've always been a Swifty. Now there's a spectrum of Swifties. Okay. Like, so I want you guys to know, like you dedicated Swifters. I know I'm not at your level. Okay. Like I can sing almost every single song, but like, I'm not like a quadratic formula Swifty, meaning like I'm not going back into fearless and be like, Oh my God, she referenced midnight on this track. And then this track referenced 1989 and then 1989 referenced red. And then red goes all the way back to when that one chorus and teardrops on my guitar. Like, I don't know all that shit. Okay. I don't read into it that much. That That's what you guys do for me. And I just learned from you, but I almost sang every single song at the concert. So it's a crazy story how I even got to go because I was on, first off, I'm going again at the end of the month. And I know most of you guys are going to fucking hate me for that. And like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I got blessed to go two times in June. Okay. It, it really just happened, but I had a friend and she doesn't even have Instagram. Her name's Hannah. And I played volleyball with her and her sister. So I was singing on my Instagram on my sunscreen and sarcasm account. I'm like, Oh my God, it's the era's tour. I'm like dancing, performing in my bathroom. And all of a sudden, like that next morning. So that's a, that's a Friday night, Saturday morning. I wake up and I get a text from my sister's friend. She's like, Hey, is this Des? I'm like, who is this? She's like, Oh, it's Hannah's sister. Blah, blah, blah. This is like really terrible. Like I can't even believe I'm typing this, but like my sister's sick. And I'm like, okay. Like, is she, like, does she, like, is she okay? Like haven't talked to you in a while, you know? And, and she's like, no, no, no. Sorry. Like what I mean is that she has to sell her tickets to Taylor Swift tonight at Soldier Field. And like my heart even sank for her. Like you don't get sick during the era's tour. You know, like if there's one day you got to pull your fucking shit together, it's that day. But also like, you're not going to go to a concert and like throw up. Like that's also gross and disrespectful. So like, I, I get it. Hannah was doing the right thing. Anyways, so just like, I can't believe I'm saying it. Like, I feel bad even typing it, you know, like it's, and I was like, dude, no, like I would quite literally throw myself down the stairs. Like I get it. So anyway, she's like, I, you're the only person I know who's like within driving reach. I saw on your stories that you like her. And also we know that you would probably be someone who would be down to like, just make something happen. And you know, you have your sister, meaning like I would automatically have like a easy plus one. Um, and I'm like, no, honestly, like you're right. You asked the right person. So anyway, she named a price and I was like, okay, fair. Listen, I respect that because I understand number one, you can't go and number two, like, I want you to be able to get back what you paid for him too. Like, I respect that. So anyways, I pulled, let me tell you, I have an emergency savings for a reason. Okay. And, and it's that type of reason. All right. When, when God gives you the opportunity to make memories, uh, you throw down the card account. You know what I mean? Like you throw the Venmo, you throw the PayPal. So I told my sister and literally, literally my sister was like, not going to go. I'm like, what the fuck? She was like, yeah, like for a second, I like, wasn't going to go. I'm like, so she just went to like Chris Appleton or <laughs> I always say Appleton. I think his name's Stapleton, Chris Stapleton the night before. So she's like, I'm so tired. I'm like, you're, t you're telling me you're tired 
for fucking Taylor Swift era tour. You're dumb. So anyway, she ends up going. Um, and I'm, I'm just going to tell you guys like how it went, because if you are a Swifter and, um, you haven't gone or won't go, this will also be great for you. Or if you haven't gone yet, um, you can listen. I try, I'll try not to like spoil a lot, but honestly, like you can't spoil it. Cause I could literally know what was going to happen and I'm still going to be like mind blown. So anyways, we say, fuck it. My brother has baseball that day. He lost his game, like kind of low key, like, thank God. Cause like, I was going to feel like a big dick for just like leaving me like, sorry, like gotta go see Taylor. Have fun at your first districts as a freshman, like see ya, you know, whatever. So he lost with that being said, we went home, literally got ready in 20 minutes. Like I'm just getting done dripping sweat from the baseball. It's like, I, like the baseball field. I go home. I throw on my Tula mineral magic sunscreen. I throw on a little bit of my tart maracuja, um, lip, uh, lip and cheek shift. That's it. We did bro. Neither Michaela or I even, even wore makeup to this fucking concert. Okay. I threw on a fucking skims dress in cowboy boots. Like it was so impromptu. It was just like so satisfying. It was one of those things that like we were so excited and we didn't even have to wait for it. And I think that was the best of like the best because typically you have tickets and you're like, Oh my God, 100 days, 99 days, 87 days, 50 days, 10 days for us. We're like one hour or we're like five hours, four hours, three hours. And all of a sudden it was concert time. So it was just like chef's kiss. So anyways, we get dressed, we get in the car, we head to Chicago. Um, we listen to some podcasts on the way down. We stopped, we got, um, some food, we roll up into the parking garage. So we had no clue where we're going to, where we were going to park. And Michaela found online from like the news station that it said like Millennium Park was going Millennium Park and Garage were gonna have spots. So I was like, fuck. And then she was like, there's also gonna be shuttles. I was like, okay, sick, but like, okay, so how busy is this gonna be? So we get downtown Chicago at four o'clock. Mind you, the concert technically starts at six thirty. Plenty of time ahead of time. However, Swifties are crazy. So they they've been there. They there was literally tailgates set up in the fucking Soldier Field parking lot. It was nuts. So we head down. It took, it took about 27 minutes to navigate in the city. We get in the parking garage. So we pay, we start going up. Mind you, this is a parking garage, right? So I'm assuming we're going to have to go up like 20 fucking levels and we're going to be stuck in traffic for five hours to try to get out and come down every level. Are you following? So we go in there. We're, we're at the first available parking structure, like period. So like we just pull in all of a sudden there's the first parking available, right? I leave a little bit of room from the car in front of me. I said, Michaela, look down there. You never know if someone just left. Like there might be a spot. All of a sudden there are four Swifties right there. They look at me and they go, hey, and they point at themselves. They're like, well, not themselves, but like this spot, right? They're like, and they're kind of doing it sly. So like no one else sees, right? And they're looking directly at me like, hey, hey, over here. And I, I literally pointed at me. I was like, me? And they were like pointing. So I was like, fuck it. I flipped in there. Guys, we got front row parking front row. We were in the first three spots of this whole parking structure, downtown Chicago. It was nuts. Divine intervention meant to be. So we hop on, we, we, we get out, you know, whatever we start ripping fireball in the backseat. Like, don't ask me why there was fireball in there, but like, I don't even know how old it was. We just start pulling fireball. I haven't done that since my freshman year of college. Like I almost threw up. I almost threw up, but then we took this old energy drink can that Wyatt had in his car. And with all due respect, it was a ghost energy can. Ugh. And we, we put fireball in there. We're literally drinking on this school bus shuttle. So we sit down to the shuttle. We're the first people on this first like bus of shuttle they're taking. 
We sit down, it takes off. Like again, divine intervention. Me and Mikhail kept dapping each other up like fucking idiots. Like we were kind of drunk. Like we were getting kind of drunk very fast because we were just like so excited. Adrenaline's flooding. Like all these things. We're like dapping each other up. We're so excited. We, we get down, we had to wait in line for like 30 minutes to use the bathrooms. I'm like, listen, we got to be strategic about our bathroom usage. So if you even think you have to piddle right now, we got to go. We used the last amount of toilet paper. We pieced out and then we went into the stadium. We got some picks. We got in right away. Merch lines were pretty fucking long. So I actually ordered most of my stuff online and we'll get to the rest in a second. So I ordered a sweatshirt online. I was like, screw it. I don't need to like hold anything, whatever. Mikhail got a t-shirt. We had down, we sit down at our seats that were on the floor and it's 6.04. Perfect timing. We're 20 minutes out from the concert starting. All of a sudden we look behind us. I see Lil Nas X. We're literally right next to the celebrity tent, like the celebrity tent. Like, so there's like a country artist there. I'm pretty sure there was some like housewives there. Um, the other artists who opened for her were there. Like, it was so weird. We were just like in the coolest spot ever. And I felt so fucking bad. But then I also, I was like, "Mm, fuck it. Like I technically paid for these seats. Right. So anyways, had the night of our life. Like I had, I've always loved Taylor. Like I've never been like a, Oh my God, I'm going to like post everything about her. I'm going to like celebrate her birthday. Like I'm making her a cake. Like I'm sending her fan mail. Like I've never been that level, but I've always appreciated the art of songwriting that she has. Um, and, and especially like also like her directing capabilities, like she directs and like writes all of her songs, all of her music videos. Like she's a borderline genius. Like, I, I mean, it's, it's amazing how calculated she is and how precise and you can tell that it's, it's her, like, it's not someone else on her team doing it for her. Like she has the it factor. She is like a modern day country Michael Jackson for like our generation. And I say Michael Jackson, not in like the weird pedophile way, but like in the way where he changed the music industry in his section of the world. You know what I mean? And like, that's what Taylor's done. So going through, like she went um, the openers were great, by the way. I don't want to skim past them. Owen was really good. He used to be her backup dancer, which I thought was really beautiful that she then gave him a platform to open for her in on a fucking Eras tour. Like, how, what an honor. The second one was the girl in red. Great performance. Like, a raging lesbian. She even called herself that. She's the one that sings like, you will be my girl, my girl, my girl, my girl. And now you can understand why she always talks about girls. Like, she loves girls. Literally, like, loves being a lesbian. So, she did a great job. She was amazing. Great performer. Like, definitely going to be listening to all her music now. I really liked the style. Then, Taylor came on and, like, the performances were just like mind blowing. Like, I don't know how she, like, I can barely jump rope and like teach people. So like when I did like group fitness instructing, right? Like I had to be doing the workouts while I'm instructing. Right. So I'm telling you guys like, good job guys. Like keep going. Here's what we're doing next. So you have to have a level of aerobic capacity in order to do that. Right. I, I could barely do that all the time, super well during like a high intensity interval set or something. She performed for three and a half hours, three and a half hours. She was performing. Like it was the most absurd shit ever. Like you usually pay for concert tickets and you see the main headliner for like maybe an hour, hour and a half set max. No, like she put on a fucking show. Like when you're paying for these tickets, it feels good paying for a literal production. Like it was a different level of like, yeah, I'm totally glad I bought that. You know what I mean? Like it it was like, so fucking worth it. I can't even explain. So when she came on, it was like super amazing, but we were like by the weirdest group of girls. Like I'm not like girl shaming. Okay. But like 
there was like one point during the 10 minute all too well version. Like one of them just started breaking down, like crying, but like, not like about the song. Like it was like so weird. And then the next song was like some like song off of like speak now. And like, they were up dancing. Like it was so crazy. I was like, there's just a lot of emotions and hormones going on here. They were definitely younger and they traveled all the way from Kentucky. And then like to our right, there were these two girls that were like obsessed. They were definitely only like 16, which is also amazing to me. Cause I'm like, no, like you don't understand. Like I grew up with teardrops on my guitar and dear John and like 15, like you didn't, you know, which it's fine. Like I'm making a joke, but they were like almost fainting. Like, I mean like screaming, like everyone is kind of laughing when they would like go crazy. Cause it was like, it was a different level of like excitement. And we were laughing as of like, that's so cute. Not like ew, like stop. It was just like, they were so happy to be there. And I mean, it was fucking adorable, but like, we just had the weirdest like crowd around us. Um, but the energy was like, fuck it. I literally didn't look at anyone that whole concert except for Taylor. Like it was nuts. She had your attention the whole time. The graphics were amazing. Her set changes were amazing. There was one part where she actually got done with the song and she was done kind of with like folklore and evermore. And she actually dove into the stage. Like, so she kind of like dove, like she literally acted like she dove. She, you can look this up on TikTok and like Instagram. So she dives under, goes missing. Right. And then the visuals of the stage in like the big, like screen she has behind her, it like pretends, but like it shows her swimming underwater. So it looks like she dove and then like was swimming under the stage, like the way the visuals were, it was just like such a calculated masterpiece. And all her vocals were amazing. Like how can you perform for three and a half hours with only like four 90 second set changes with like, maybe you're guzzling a little bit of water. Like it was just so amazing how talented she was. And I think as someone who's like always appreciated her music, sung along to almost the whole concert, except for evermore and folklore. Sorry. Like I did not like those albums, but I didn't like her as much as I do now. Like, I'll be honest. Like, I feel like that like kind of leveled me up to where it was like, wow, I like, it's not that I never gave her enough credit. Like I always said, like she's an amazing artist and has cultivated like a cult that's insane. But like seeing her live allowed you to like almost respect the craft more. Like it would almost be like, and I'm not trying to say this in like a big head. I hope it doesn't come off wrong. But like if some of you guys met me, you would probably respect me even more, right? Because you're like, wow, I, I can put like emotions to a person, like a vibe to a person and like energy to a person. And you just are like, wow, like that was such a great, meeting, you know? And so that's how I felt about her. I was like, wow, it's such a great energy that she exuded. And you can just tell she loved what she did. And like, she just loved her fans and, oh, it was just cool. Like the power she had of just like, at one point she would just take the mic and just like smile and like, look at everyone and people would just scream their heads off. And it was like, I'm sure like, she just seems like the person that, that never gets old to her. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like she's super grateful and very, very humble in that way. Now, I don't think she's humble in the way like she knows she's the shit. Like, let's make that very clear. Like, she's not like, oh, like, guys, I don't deserve this. Like, no, like she definitely has the energy of like, I deserve this. I've worked really hard, but not like in a negative way. Like, I like the energy that she gives. So um, it was just amazing. Her outfits, she wore nothing but Louis Vuitton shoes. And it was just like, go the fuck off, sis. Like, I know those are custom outfits and those are thousands of dollars. I know this whole production was millions of dollars. Like you rank in your money, bitch, like fuck scooter Braun. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like such a beautiful experience. I cannot wait to go again. Like I have actual outfits for like this next concert. 
and I'm going with a friend. Her name's Kendall. Um, she's actually like, was a part of the DBFT community. Like we were just like, fuck it, let's go together. So really excited to meet her and like her family and her, her new son, her and, um, him and Archie were kind of born about the same time. So anyways, my point being, I'm excited to go again because I can experience it not only in a different city, but also if you go on like different nights, sometimes she wears like different outfits. She does a different like secret song, like whatever you want to call it. Um, so there's like always something new that she gives. So it's going to still be a new experience, which I think is like the cool thing about how she's performing the era's tour is like, she's not replicating it the same every night. Like you do get a different experience. So I have like different outfits and I kind of have like a little bit more of like a, I'll have like a little bit more of a pregame, you know? So I'm excited to go again, but it was just so special. And like, honestly, I I had to dedicate an episode to it. Like it, it was like that amazing. And it just made me want to go to another concert too. Like I haven't really been to a concert since like Demi Lovato right before she um, went into rehab and almost died and had like five strokes or whatever. Like that was my last actual concert. The other things I've been to were just like EDC, Lollapalooza. Like that was it. So to like be at a designated concert for like one artist I hadn't been to since like 2018. So it was really special to just like, I was like, damn, I miss this environment. Like where you pay to go um, to just see one person. And, and it's not like in the middle of a field, you know, that was like kind of a flex as well. Soldier field was awesome, but it, it did get fucking cold. So anyways, next thing I have up is not only June 30th, you know, I'm going to Cincinnati. So if you're going to be in Cincinnati, Ohio, let me know. Um, but I am actually at the end of July, the 28th or something in New York, New York, New York city, New York. Um, I'm going with Tula to Beyonce's Renaissance tour. And the crazy thing is you guys might've already heard this. I shared it on YouTube, but we like, they got us all like collaboratively a VIP, like a suite. So like, I'm going to be at the Renaissance tour in a suite. That is a fucking flex. The only thing I'm going to say though, is like, I deserve it. I deserve it. I've worked a very hard for a Renaissance tour suite. Okay. <laughs> the amount of like years I've put into Tula, like I'm very honored that they asked me to go, but also like, fuck yeah, they sure did ask me to go like in a, in a like confident way. Like, yeah, I may be tiny, but I am mighty. You know what I mean? So I'm really excited. Um, it's like a fun, fun summer, bitch, like short hair, sexy summer, short hair, fun summer, short hair, short summer. Let's be honest. Michigan summers are like 60 days. So I'm really counting down here, but I'm doing as much as I can. I'm jam packing that shit. That's for sure. So hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Just a little like fun, hang out with me. We have a lot going on. We have a lot of episodes to come. I actually do have a new one coming up, a new little like fun segment of just might just be a one time episode, but weird shit that you guys do that you might not admit to publicly, but like, let's be honest and admit to it. So that's all anonymous. If you want to submit something weird that you do that you're like, number one, how it does react to it. Number two, I wonder if other people do it too. submit it. So for example, like I'll just share one of mine that I did. Like, I'm sorry, but when I'm like flushing the toilet, I'm looking in before I flush, whether it's one or two or one and two. Naturally, I just, I look in poop is a good indicator of what your health, what's going on with your health. Okay. So, but stuff like that, where like some people are like, ew, I don't do that. You know, peeing in the shower. Like, I don't know. It, it could also be crazier. So let loose, babe. Okay. Submit below. Hope you guys have a great day. Make sure that you thumb up and subscribe. If you're on YouTube, make sure you rate review, subscribe. If you're just listening and tune in every single Sunday with your favorite short haired bitch, me, me. Cause I'm short haired now. All right. We'll see you guys. Love you.
That's all for this episode of Brunch with Des B. I hope you enjoyed hanging out, laughing, or maybe even crying with me today because let's be honest, you never know what you'll get here. Be sure to subscribe to my podcast, share with your family and friends, or even just to social media and tag me in it so I can share. Love you guys.